When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I'm Chris, I'm back, I'm back, baby, and James is here as well. We are the official podcast of THPN. Thank you to DraftKings. Be sure to use their promo code THPN anytime. You head over to DraftKings, get a couple of free little goodies from us. Let them know that we sent you there. Stars win tonight with a final score of 5-4 to four over the Blackhawks in a really fun game to watch. I mean, that's that's the number one thing for me. That was a fun hockey game. What do you think, James? Yeah, it was, it was a great hockey game. Uh, we got outworked early, caught it back, and then gave up late. And, and they kind of kind of lucky to squeak out the 5-4 win in this one. But, I mean more skill team wins. Yeah. I, I I feel like the stars played better for a majority of this game. Honestly, in the first period, I feel Definitely. like we dictated play. Our four check was fantastic all over him to start the game. Had mm. all the chances we had two, we had a post hit. We had a fantastic save um, by, by the Blackhawks goal, get, goaltender. His name is slipping my mind right now. Help me. James Morazic. Morazic. That's why. Cause he's a, he's the cans goalie. He's not the Blackhawks goalie. But <laughs> anyway, true. we had the majority of the chances, and then you look up at the scoreboard, stars are down two nothing, and you're like, What yeah. the heck? Yeah, and, and really that was some bad plays to get it out of our own zone and then not being strong enough in front of our own net, really. Because mm-hmm. in the second period, this we were still having those turnovers, but we were getting to the front of the net before Blackhawks players consistently. Yeah. And and that that's why the goals dried up for them very quickly. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad you agree with my stick with uh, my statements there because it felt like we were doing really great in the offensive zone. Our forecheck tonight, probably one of the better nights that we've seen from the stars as far as forecheck goes. I mean, all over them. Their their D couldn't get yeah. it out, and they had three. Yeah. They have like three rookie D men, so we really took yeah. advantage of them that's, there. That that's that's how you should be against a team as inexperienced as the Blackhawks and. Yep. And, and really, it was just super, super poor play in the defensive end. And and that was going to be we... my next point. We did so good in the offensive zone and then the exact opposite in the defensive zone. Like, the Black mm-hmm. Sox had two chances in the first period. Scored on both of them, but it's because they shot them from the top of the crease. Like, of course you're going to score when you have wide open chances like that. And they were just terrible defensive plays on both of them. I mean, you can't leave mm-hmm. a guy that wide open without a stick on him and right in front of your net. Really terrible mm-hmm. plays defensively by the Stars to start the game. And 
like you said, that got checked up quick in the second period. The second period started, we started shutting down the middle of the ice there. The slot was all of a sudden not open at all. They couldn't get anything going in the slot, and they had a lot of perimeter chances, and that's when their shot total started to rise up. Um, speaking a little bit more, into the first period, great to get that goal in the first place to get to mm-hmm. get at least a semblance of something good from that first period because really offensively, it was very good. So getting at least something felt a lot better. And then that second period, just dominant from the stars. You kept doing the forecheck like you were doing in the first period. You had that defensive presence in the middle of the slot, keeping them out of the slot, giving them the perimeter chances that Wedgwood was taken care of. And then you're clearing the rebounds easily. It was just, that was a masterclass from the stars in the second period. Yeah, it, it really was. And the first period getting, fin- finally the refs deciding that they are going to call penalties after like, a thousand beforehand it yeah. took them literally hitting pavelski in the face in front of the net where no puck was for them to call something i'm shocked that pavelski doesn't get one penalty every single game for that i mean every and, game he gets and, ch- cross-checked in this slot when he doesn't touch the puck every single game it happens if you watch mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of crazy that we don't get more penalties it, it it wasn't the only time that he was hit in the slot with no puck there, but th- this was definitely the biggest one he's had in a while there. And a- a- at least they called one. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't the, the, What's What's frustrating to me is because they called two extremely obvious penalties against the Blackhawks tonight and a bench mine. And then we get like the tickiest, ticky tackiest tripping call because they his, his, his name is, because the name is Connor Bedard, uh, whatever. And then we have a high stick call, which it's sure, hot down for one every time. But I, I, I couldn't believe that the penalties were even after this game. Yeah, really shouldn't have been, especially with the Stars forecheck, especially in the beginning of the first period. Beginning of the first period, so many penalties should have been called in the defensive zone on the Blackhawks. And they just went by. I think that was part of what, allowed us or allowed the Blackhawks to get away with not getting scored on there. Cause they had all the pressure on them, but mm-hmm. we get a call, we couldn't get a bounce and we played some bad defense. Anyway, second period goes great for the stars. We go into the third three, two lead already have our comeback complete. Like we have to do every game apparently. And then we even pile it on even more with some, with another great play. And we get another one in uh, to take the four, two lead. And I'm thinking, all right, well, that's it. We're cruising. Let's set up the podcast. Let's get ready to do the show. Boy, howdy, were you wrong? Boy, howdy, was I wrong is correct, James. That's the exact correct <laughs> answer. This talks. Jason Dickinson's goal comes off of a big rebound by Wedgwood. Yes. Okay. We know Wedgwood gives up rebounds. That's why he's the backup. I mean, if he could hold on to rebounds, Wedgwood would be a starting goalie, but he can't. Mm-hmm. So we know that's going to happen. Big rebound by him. Let's the Hawks cycle keep going. Uh, and then Dickinson has to score on us every single game he plays against us. So he gets his one. It's like, okay, fine. They get their one goal. Uh, and then it's not really dangerous. I feel like for the Hawks for the entirety of the third period, they start getting a little bit of pressure, maybe, but not consistent towards around, the end. around the six minute mark. They started getting more pressure a little and bit. It really, it wasn't at that crazy, point, though, it really like, but but we couldn't get it out of our own zone at that point. That's that yeah. was the frustrating part. And when you get sustained zone pressure, it it leads to goals. Mm-hmm. Yep, or I, mistakes. I was, 
I'll agree with that. And I, I hate to, to just harp on him like I always do, but I feel like a lot of that trouble getting out of the zone goes back to Lindell and Hockenpah again. I mean, we like having them on the ice because they make the right plays when they don't have the puck, but as soon as they get the puck, it's, it's garbage. It's really bad. So yeah. I'll blame a little Lindell, bit on that. Lindell had two very yes, bad very mishandles bad. tonight that both ended up costing us. Yeah, so both very bad. It, it's it's tough when you're like, it was two plays, right? And and you, you look at the rest of the game, you're like, he played fine. He made great defensive plays game. without the yeah. puck. Without the puck, and he played great. But with the puck, he played bad. Just just two two mistakes can mean everything in the NHL. And it, they made a huge difference tonight. I mean, this game shouldn't have even been close. Yeah. So the Hawks get a little bit more pressure late in the third. Uh, Dodonov makes a, a great defensive play, good shot block. And then he's got the puck in the top of the slot. Scary place to be. He thinks he has to rush it. Doesn't really. Lifts it out of the zone. But all the way over the... The glass, he gets the delay of game penalty, putting the Hawks on the power play with three minutes left. They're going to get a full power play and then a little bit more. Uh, yeah. And at that point, I I pretty much felt like it was for sure that the Hawks were going to score, even yeah. with the way the Stars penalty kill has been going, even it, and especially after the way that the Blackhawks' most recent power play went. They looked dangerous. It, it kind of felt like, yeah, it's for sure going to go in. Yeah, and it's just the month of December for the stars, so it's it's bound to happen. I mean, <laughs> like like out of the last like eight games, a goal has been scored in the last seven minutes to tie the game, one way or the other. It's yep. I don't know how it keeps happening, but it does. And when it got to seven minutes, I was like, okay, well, they're gonna score and tie. <laughs> yep. It'll sure increase your heart happen. rate, but it'll also keep you entertained, and it was very entertaining. So anyway, the, the tying goal happens off of yet again another big rebound off Wedgwood. We know those happen with Wedgwood. Like I said on the last goal, those are going to happen. It's up to our D to clear it out when we don't have our starting goal in. Our D has to clear it out. I mean, we have to do it. We couldn't we couldn't seal off the guy. We couldn't clear out the puck. I'm not going to blame that on Wedgwood, honestly. I, I know technically there's a little bit of mistake there from a goalie, you could argue, but we know that's Wedgwood's thing. So you have to be better clearing it. He's the backup. That's his one he Achilles makes, heel. Makes, I've got to clear it. He makes he makes less than almost everyone on the ice. So <laughs> yeah, like there, there's a couple of players who he beats, and, and and he's playing absolutely insane for what he makes yeah. right now. And he still has had two or three really great saves this game that kept us or that kept it out of reach for a while for the Blackhawks, but they eventually claw mm-hmm. it back. Anyway, three and three overtime comes around. Stars play really good on the three and three overtime. We have the puck for the majority of the time. Really enjoyed the way it it went. And then once again, for the third time, a great tic-tac-toe passing play. Same play, three times in a row. Ropa Hintz gets the hat trick, and he doesn't have to shoot it past a goaltender once. All three of his goals are just tap-ins right in the blue paint. Loved all those passing plays. Didn't even talk Mm -hmm. about them yet. But, man, the passing Mm -hmm. by the first line – the first line in general, the first line, the first line is the first line again. That's what it is. They're yeah. back, baby. They dominated this game. They won this game. The first line won yeah. this game. Rope Without the first line, Jason Robertson, and Pavelski, all three of them played outstanding tonight. And they just, they took control of this game. They dominated it. It was fantastic to see them back in form again. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it, and really this is like, 
like we finally see them again. And this this really has been building for a long time for me with Robertson. I mean, he's been slowly getting it feels like he's been getting his confidence back slowly yes. more and more. He's shooting like 10 times a night again. And it, 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 and he doesn't score again tonight, but he gets two assists and he's on the he line that had all the scoring. Yeah, he, he looks look really fantastic. good all game. It, it's gonna I mean, it's gonna take one. He's got to get one to go in off of his butt or something. And I, I think Rope is gonna start not Rope Robo is gonna start scoring in bunches again. It's gonna be fantastic. Rope's got no problem scoring. He gets the hat trick tonight. Like I said, probably the easiest hat trick you'll ever see that doesn't yeah. include an empty netter. I mean. All three of them. He just puts a stick out there. Pavs or Robo puts it right in his tape, and he just lets it go in. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty easy goal score. He's where he needs to be. He's he's there because he's fast too. So definitely kudos to him there. But man, those passing plays—three of maybe the prettiest passing plays we've seen all season—all happen in the same game. And to have it end on that play too, so much fun. So I think four of the five stars' goals tonight were just absolutely beautiful. Loved it. Super fun to watch. Cool. All right. Into some negatives. Suter sucked. I hated Suter all night long. <laughs> he was so bad. Thoughts? Yeah, he looked a little rough. I mean, I, I, he doesn't do offensive stuff tonight, and he didn't really look like he was doing anything tonight. So when you have four goals scored against, that's kind of tough. But and he finishes with a minus two, not even on the yeah. ice for any goals for, I believe. And really, really what it was, I mean, it, it was. It was to getting to the front of the net. I really that that is a problem that he has. If he is not already in front of the net, he gets beat to the front of the net every time. Every single time. That's just how it works. He's not fast. Everyone's gonna beat him. Especially speeding accelerating. He is extremely slow. Super slow to accelerate. Agreed. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. For some of the money line odds for the games tomorrow on the 15th, the Flyers and the Hurricanes, the Flyers have a plus 210, the Hurricanes have a minus 258. You can also take a look at the Kraken and the Oilers, two of the bottom feeders of the Pacific. The Kraken had a plus 154, the Edmonton Oilers at a minus 185. And then you've got also the high-flying Canucks against the Islanders. The Canucks are at a minus 155, and the Islanders are at a plus 130. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. 
See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. All rights reserved. But it's not even no, that. Tonight he's even, it's not even a speed thing. Tonight, the second goal, he's just fully out of position. Just not on his guy. And I mean, you're going to talk about he's a veteran player. He's got the hockey smarts. There was no hockey smarts there to be seen. I mean, he just blew the assignment on that. So, and, and ho- hopefully what happens last, what happened last year happens this year. Last year fully turns it on in the playoffs. And he was fantastic pretty much throughout the playoffs. Much more consistent. Very good player. He, he was that guy that we talked about. You, you don't really notice him throughout the game, but that's when you know he's doing good is when you don't notice him. So hopefully he finds that when he gets to the playoffs and older guys kind of are better at holding off some of their energy until mm-hmm. the games that we really need it. It's, and maybe we just really didn't need it against the Blackhawks tonight. Who knows? Yeah. And it, it's really, it's re- it's really tough for some of, especially older players typically to stay motivated in this part of the season. It's 30, 40, 50 game mark. You're, you have over half a season right now. And you still have to win every single game, it feels like. Like, the, the league is so tight. Yep. Speaking of the league being so tight, Stars entered tonight as the third-place team in the in the division, actually. All the way down from first to third after the, the Avs have been playing pretty good and the Jets have just been on an absolute tear. They have been tearing up the National Hockey League, maybe the best team in the league over the past two weeks. Um, Stars moved back up in that second spot. Colorado still leads the division 47 points. Stars finished tonight with 46 points, getting both of them in the overtime win. Big for us. Big to win those overtime mm-hmm. games. I haven't really talked about that yet. Three on three overall this season, much better. Winnipeg down at 44. They started to cool off a little bit. So Stars sticking around where they need to be for trying to win the division and really loving the way that they're playing in these comeback games. I think this makes the most comeback wins yeah. for the oh, Stars. They're not leading this the is- league. <laughs> We're we're now like thirteen, and I think we already had twelve, which was the lead, and we add another one on top of that, which is funny because we blew a two goal lead in this game too. But it's still a comeback win. It's still a comeback win. Still counts. Put it on the stat sheet. It would have been a comeback win no matter who won tonight. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else. What was I gonna say, James? I don't know. Biggest winner, biggest oh. loser. Well, no, wait. Uh, I got it. That snap was probably pretty loud. Sorry, guys. The deserved to win a meter. Oh, I, right. I was, I was informed <laughs> not to look at it until James brought it up. So what did so, it look like, So take, take a guess, Chris. That's why I didn't want you to look. I want you to guess at what the percentages were. I'm probably kind of biased, but I think the Stars kind of dominated tonight. I'm going to say the Stars had 70%. They had 87%. 87%. I love it when I'm right. Thank you, deserved to win a meter. <laughs> The most accurate stat in all of hockey that deserves to win a meter. It, fully encompassing it, of all stats. It, it was the most one-sided advanced stats-wise the game has been this season for us. It felt a lot better than the score was the entire game for me. Like When it was 4-2, I fully thought the game was over. And then the yeah. Hawks scored on their two chances. And you got to give them credit because they, they fully executed on those super well. They did great on mm-hmm. them. But... It just feels like, man, Stars collapsed those two times in the first period. Really bad collapses, fully wide open in front of the net. Mm-hmm. And then two rebounds in the third, and that's it. Like, goodness. I'm glad we were able to over I'm glad we were able to overcome. But man, three post hits, mm-hmm. like three huge saves by 
goalie's name, James, help me. Peter Morazic. Morazic. Thank you. I was gonna pay, I was gonna say Mazark. I don't know why. He <laughs> said his those. name backwards. I was gonna say his name backwards. But it felt like the stars dominated this game. That stat agrees with me. I'm glad. I thought this was a really good game for the stars. Despite winning an overtime game against a team with a losing record, I was very happy with the way the stars played tonight. Yeah, and, and honestly, a lot of it came down to execution on some of our chances too. It, yep. It's like we we should have scored a lot more than we did, and we put up five. And I think that's kind of why the stars top line shows so much more tonight because we got those chances in our top line. They're the guys who can execute the most. I feel like the, that Sagan Duchesne Marchment line, that's the line that's really good at getting chances when no one else is getting chances. They can manufacture stuff. They can, they can be creative and create mm-hmm. things. But that first line is still the most consistent when it comes to executing. And that's kind of what the stars needed tonight. They got, they were getting the chances they had to execute and top line executed four times tonight. Fantastic. All right. Now that's all I got. Biggest winners, biggest losers, James. Uh, biggest winner is Rope Hent because if you say otherwise, I mean, you're kind of wrong. It, it, they are they are nothing goals, but it's a hat trick. So who cares? It's his fourth one yeah. of his it, career. He'll probably get a few more of those. Yeah, I undersold it a little bit too. It's not like they're nothing goals. He's in the perfect position because of his speed, and, because of his skill, because of his knowledge, and yeah, he and, and, puts him home every single time. And he's the one entering the zone on all three of those. He enters the yep. zone, passes it off, goes straight to the front of the net. I mean, he's really getting his own three... tertiary assist. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I mean, especially just, just after it worked the second time, there's like, you know what? <laughs> one more. Do it, <laughs> do it again. And it, it just kept working. So uh, probably a learning moment for those young defensemen on the Blackhawks side, but uh, good for us. We get three goals for free. Yep. I'm going to give mine to Robertson. Two primary assists on the last two Rope goals. And like I said, they were tap-ins. So obviously they were great passes if they were tap-ins. Really good game by him. He had a lot of good offensive chances. Honestly, he, he shot a lot tonight. How, how much did he actually shoot? Let me look at it real quick. Six shots, I think. Six. So he shot a lot tonight. I thought he could have shot more, honestly. I mean, there was lots of chances where I was like, just shoot it, Robo. I mean, every time he gets the puck and he's mm-hmm. within the circles or at least close, take a shot. I mean, especially one's going to go in how, eventually. Especially with how his releases, he has that funky so release quick, that, that comes weird. off really fast. So yeah. it's not something that goaltenders see often. I feel like they're probably a little bit more accustomed to it now because he's been in the league for a bit. But it, it's still a wicked shot, and it will catch people off guard if you shoot it enough times. All right, James, biggest loser. I honestly don't know who to pick. Uh, may- maybe Johnston. Uh, not not because of his play being bad. I mean, the dude's snake bit. He's had, he had three chances again tonight, like great chances to put it in the back of the net. Uh, one of them ends up going to Ben, and Ben's like like shrugging his shoulders like he wanted Johnston to get that one. But both yep. of then finally snaps, like, I think he was on an 11-game goal drought, and I think Johnston's is longer than that. And they were, it, I, I think Ben was trying to get it over to him all night after that, but he just, he, he he seems to get robbed every time he gets in front of the net. Yep, yeah. That line looked especially hungry tonight. I like the way they played, especially Donovan looked like he had, like, a little bit extra gas in the tank tonight. Yeah. I mean, he was flying but into the zone. Especially especially after they got scored on early, I, I mm. felt... They, they kind of missed a zone exit and that's what led to it. And I was like, they, 
they owe us one for the rest of the game. It was like, they owe us one. And they, they got it back to their credit. So, yep. My biggest loser is going to kind of be a surprise here. Someone we probably don't normally pick on. I'm going to pick on the fourth line a little bit. They finished the night with the minus one. They also, many of them are on the penalty kill. They get scored on for the game tying goal. Don't love that. When you got the second best penalty kill in the league, you need a clutch penalty kill. You don't get it. Wasn't a great game by them. And especially for them who they've been so great recently. I mean, the Nashville game, they win the game. They won the Nashville game themselves. So that's kind of why I'm picking on them a little bit more because it felt like they were getting over they were turning a page. I felt like a little bit there during that win streak that we had going and they were turning into, okay, we're going to be a shutdown defensive line and we have that offensive threat. And they kind of felt like they took a little bit of a step back on the defensive front a little bit here tonight, but that's a little bit of a nitpick. I doubt I ever call their name again for a biggest loser overall. Very happy with the way the stars played tonight. I thought they played way better than the scoreboard showed. Some advanced analytics proved me right. So I'm going to stick to those and I won't give them away. Final thoughts, James. <laughs> uh, I just want to talk about Lundqvist for a little bit tonight uh, because we stand back for the first time. So yep. we got to talk about him. Uh, I I thought for the most part, he was fine. He had that one good shot towards Pavs. And when Pavs is further than that, you should probably <laughs> shoot it. Uh, learned that one. Um, he, he also had one really, really poor shot, though, with the fourth line on the ice that I fully blame him for because he was asking for it, slapped it right into a dude and mm-hmm. gave them an odd man rush the other way. That Wedgwood had to rob two different people to keep it from going in the back of the net. Yep. So got lucky there, honestly. Uh, he'll, he'll probably stay in the lineup for a little bit because Hanley did take that puck to the face. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of what it's been for Lundqvist, I feel like, recently. It's feast or famine. You get a great play. That, I mean, that shot to Pavs, I mean, of course, it's kind of a brain dead. Pavs in front of the net, shoot it to him. But it's a great play. Very good. Yeah. He was able to get out of his zone very easily tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he played with his with the puck on his stick in his own zone, he was very good. Um, when the puck's not on his that stick is... in his own zone, it's a little bit of a question mark, I feel like. So mm-hmm. there, it's just you got some big advantage, disadvantage trade-offs but between when you play him versus Hanley, I feel like they they're very good at the the other person's worst part of the game. Yeah, it, it re- really what's nice when you're watching uh, Harley Lundquist is the speed that they have. I mean, yeah. they're always back and, unless uh, Lundquist does a stupid thing like shoot it into the offensive the player guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, they're always back all the time. They are always to the puck first. They always have space. And that that lets them get out of the zone so quickly. Yep, definitely agree. I like seeing them together. I'd like to see a little bit more of Haskin and Harley, even when we're leading. I mean, we definitely go to it when we're trailing just because of the offensive threat that they have. I'd like to see it more when we're when mm-hmm. we're leading too. I mean, and tonight we give up those two goals. I feel like and those we, are two best did, defensemen. You want them on the ice. We, and we did uh, let off the gas a lot in that third period. I mean, we had four shots yes. to to Chicago's 14. So, like, it, it comes back to don't let off the gas again and again and again, and it's going to keep happening all season long for every team in the NHL right now. It doesn't matter yeah. who you're playing. They will come back. <laughs> and that's a good point. It's happening to everyone in the NHL right now. Last season, this was definitely a problem for the Stars, not playing the full 60. Every team is the problem now. I mean, coming back is just kind of the MO this year. That's what's happening now is people are finding ways to score clutch goals. 
It's making for some good hockey games. Honestly, it's making for a really fun NHL. It's fun just to watch the numbers right now. When you're doing nothing, you just watch the scores as the night go on. It's like crazy what's going on. So it, it's been a lot of fun. This is a really fun game. We'll see you with another fun game against the Blackhawks again. Love it when that happens. Blackhawks play the Stars 7 p.m. on Sunday night, New Year's Eve game in Big D. Really weird that we're it's a it's just a, a home twice. It's not a home and home. Yeah, it's a yeah. we're home twice. Well, we we did it once last year against uh, Seattle, which oh, that really? was funky. Yeah, it was it's, weird. It was that it was that it was that stretch where like we came back and a. And it, we we slaughtered them in the first game, then came back and won in overtime in the second game. But it it is a really weird feeling to just play the same team twice in the same arena the same building, within yeah. three nights. Yeah. Doesn't really make it, sense. It, it doesn't make sense, but it, apparently it works with the schedule. So schedule whatever. overall has been weird this year. I feel like it's 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 always. I think it's always going to be funky with this thirty-two teams and forty two game or 82 games sorry yeah because you, you just don't have the right number and it it you know That's, whatever <laughs> i hadn't thought about that but actually that makes a lot more sense but anyway thanks for joining us tonight guys uh the new studio here we got some towel some rally towels from some previous playoff games got a cool new poster thanks to thanks to ryan who's not here tonight we're gonna try and figure out a better lighting situation here i don't know how the audio is gonna work we'll see when this posts We'll listen back and see if anything needs to be changed or adjusted. Um, anything else, James? No. Just no. All right. Get, drop the two points. Get it again two, in two nights. Agreed. Beat the inferior teams. Uh, be sure to use that promo code THPN anytime we go on DraftKings. Be sure to check out our website, sarcasticremarks.com. We'll have, I'm sure Ryan will have a blog post since he wasn't able to get his thoughts on this game out uh, tonight. So I'm sure he'll have something going on there. Well, we can also see when every episode here drops. You can see them on, on that website. It's a lot better than you think it should be for a small podcast. Really recommend checking it out just real quick. And if you like it a lot, just leave a bookmark there. That's where you can check for the new episodes, new blog posts. You can even get to our shop there if you want to help us directly. Um, we'll see you again on New Year's Eve for a very fun game right back at Chicago and the Connor Bedards. So thank you guys for joining us. And for the first time since I've been back, GG Boys.